Yo, I'm building my own dream. All because y'all said I couldn't. Two for the team. We getting off of the block. I see him aiming at me. Tell him get off of my jock. I'm going blackout. I'm going blackout. I'm going blackout. Give me my ish, I'm back now. So welcome back to another edition of the build. Is this the build? Yeah, I get I gotta get Hey, it's a work in progress. I think it's just how to build your dreams podcast. Okay. Yeti. <laughs> I should get the name right before I try to introduce it. Welcome to the How to Build Your Own Dreams podcast. I am Aaron Knight, the president of Build Your Own Dreams. Yep. I am Brandon Boone. I am the VP. And today or tonight. <laughs> Shall I say We in Los Angeles um, Last time we was in Ohio Oh yeah Every time we link up This is what we doing So why are we in LA right now? So at the top of this year uh, Our goals We refined our goals Our goals were to kill in brand partnerships And kill in merch So we wanted to take the focus off of what we do with our artists And extra consulting all those things and really wanted to focus on brand partnerships and merch um so the way that we're beating feeding into both of those is one more content so we're recording the podcast that leads more content leads to brand partnerships um shout out to belief for really pushing us to be consistent about this and then the second goal was to sell merchandise our goal is to send creatives to therapy to get our brand out there and then to also develop a critical mass. So we are in L.A. right now because we just kicked off our tour. Our tour, uh, I guess, I don't know if it has a name, but it's, it's our the merch. Dream tour. The Dream Tour. The Dream Tour. That's and good. Last week was, we was in Austin, um, but we wasn't together. I did that day um, with my sister and this is the second stop on the tour. Yeah. So the second stop on the tour, our goal is to sell 1,000 shirts to send 10 people to therapy for 10 sessions. So um, we're going to talk about... I'm about to say, go ahead, break it down. We're going to... Break it down. Okay. So the goal is to sell 1,000 t-shirts to send 10 creators to therapy for 10 sessions. Uh, We have the goal to send 12 this year, but we already have two in therapy. So we're going to finish the goal. We're going to hit 10. Um, So it is August 28th. I'm going to date this. Typically they say don't date things like this, but I'm dating it because we have to the end of the year to sell a thousand shirts. And we want y'all to see this happen. So we're just going to tell you as it's happening because we're going to sell a thousand shirts and 10 people are going to go to therapy. So that's what we're here for. We're at an event called Black on the... We had... We were at an event today called Black on the Block. Yeah. Black on the block. Um, we shouted them out last episode. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to see where we want to go. I feel like, all right, before we talk about, before we recap Black on the block, let's break down the BRD fund. Like why that's a part of what we do. Um, I guess I can kick it off. Um, I guess when we first, I mean, this been kind of the thing when we first started. You was like, I want mental health to be a part of what we do. Um, so ever since we started, that's kind of been our foundation for us. So our slogan for mental health is um, you can't build your own dreams without protecting your mental health. Um, and that that birth our shirts, um, the very first shirt we dropped was Therapy Tees. Um, so that's really got the message out there. People really start rocking with us because it was so simple, but 
it was powerful and impactful. Um, so yeah, so we started the BRD fund right when we started. Dang, we moved so fast. Yeah, we, we, we launched in uh, September, September and, and we started we selling the, the shirts in November. <laughs> and we thought it had taken us. Like, Why did it take us so long? We were mad because we wanted to launch the shirts when we announced that. So we really started in May. I reached out to Brandon in May. We started working almost right, immediately. Right, right, right. But we officially launched our company in September of 2020. Yep, that's when we LLC and everything. I yeah, we yeah. were official, legal, and we told people about it. Right, so yeah, we, yeah, 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 we, yeah. Our birthday is the end of September. I think it's like September 21st. Something like that. So that's where we celebrate. That's where we mark our yearly goals and whatnot. Um, but we also have a fiscal year in November because that's when we launched the shirts. Regardless, we're saying by the end of this year, the actual calendar year, we're going to sell these shirts. So that's just a little bit of detail that you probably don't need. Right, but yeah. we've been doing shirts since the beginning. That's true. Yeah. we Even always, though we thought it took, I don't know why. Yeah, like, we, oh my God, it took yeah, us so yeah, long. Yeah. So we always was, I don't know, we was just heavy on brand for it. Um, like really putting a brand out there. I guess because of the name, like Bill's on Dream is so relatable. Um, we really wanted to get that message out there, even though we a creative agency. You don't really see that a lot. I think um, we were following in the footsteps a little bit of some of the people we were originally modeling our business after. Yeah, yeah like yeah. LVRN and since the eighties. Um, Very brand for it as well. Yeah, yeah, I think both of those were two of our bigger influences. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so Brew Fund um, from the jump proceeds from every sale. Help sense therapy. Um, I mean, help send creators to therapy. Um, so that's been since we started. Uh, I think last year we we made it up to what four creatives. Mm-hmm. Um, this year we at two. Um, but it could have been more. It's just I ain't gonna lie. It's growing pains. Um, we're really trying to get the system right, the procedure on how we really want to run it because when we do it like we're not just saying this is to say it you know you have those companies yeah this isn't just a pump fake yeah so that people feel like oh you guys really care because people have challenged us they're like so why do you say mental health is it because it's in right now and i'm like oh no it's because i go to therapy every week right and yeah, yeah yeah i need this to survive so i wonder how many other people needed it to need it Facts. to survive and don't have access Facts. to it and even just those it may not seem like a lot y'all just sending only sending two grades of therapy but Therapy, expensive, therapy is expensive, first of all. Yo, Living witness, I'm a benefactor of the therapy fund. That's one thing I'll say. I'll put myself out there. I would not be able to go to therapy weekly if it wasn't for the therapy fund. So one of the benefits that we offer to our employees is also to participate. And um, something that my business coach told me is that you always have to be first. And so he was like, if you're paying for creators to go to therapy, of course, and Brandon has always supported that. Like, yo, you should get in on this too. Like, you shouldn't have to foot the entire bill of therapy. So BYOD pays for 50% of my therapy. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a benefactor. I'm one of the people being paid for right now too. Yeah, so... It don't seem like a lot, but it's helping. Um, we're growing. Again, we're trying to get to 10 more by the end of the year. Not trying. We will. You're right. Yoda says. We're going to do it. Yeah, exactly. We're going to do it. So. Did we explain the therapy fund thorough enough? I think so. Hopefully people understand that. If y'all have more questions about it, future episodes, we can dive deeper. But it's yeah. just our initiative. We don't have a nonprofit. 
we make our money on the business side of music. We're marketers. We throw events. We do consulting, artist management, label services, <laughs> branding. Yeah. That's like our thing. That's how we make money. Um, we want to send creatives. To, we wanted to start just sending our artists to therapy. But then we started telling people our mission and so many people were like, wow, I wish I could go. So we just opened it up to creatives at large. There's an application on our website if you want to apply. It's super easy. Just BYOD.com. Apply to go to therapy. But yeah, that our desire to send our creatives to therapy led to us saying, how can we do that? Oh, let's sell the shirts. So the shirts are inspirational. They're aspirational. They remind you that you're not alone, but they also foot the bill for what we as a company aren't in the position to do. But I think it also puts responsibility on our community. Like, hey, we're meeting you here, but if you really want to help heal us, buy this t-shirt and it's a really practical way for us to engage with our community and our community to engage with us so that's why we do it um it's not a money thing for us it's an impact thing but also again a thousand people is a critical mass so if we can get a thousand shirts in a thousand hands that means there's a small movement of people who know who we are what we're doing and they're interested and bought into it and from there we can win Yes, indeed, because, again, on paper, we're a creative agency, but in reality, we're community builders. Um, again, this is what we're doing. We're building community. We're strengthening our community. All of this go hand in hand. Um, yeah, so support. Um, we got a new therapy TL online right now. Um, so check that joint out. We got a new color wave with the BRDT. Um, so, yeah, definitely support. Um even if you can't support the shirt or you think it's too expensive or it's hard times, we know inflation is crazy right now. We're we going to have the postcards up. We got these fire postcards. Shout out is man. He our graphic designer. Uh, he went He's crazy. He's so incredible. He went crazy. Actually, he designed this too, but those postcards, jeez. But yeah, you can support. It's a, it's a lower cost. Uh, what is two for five, three for five, three for five for the postcards. Yeah. And the cool thing about a postcard is you can buy one for yourself. They're really beautiful and keep it. And then you can have the two left over. You send one to a friend, and maybe you save one for the future, a your homie, later. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So we're entering into seasonal depressive season. Once we hit the fall. So I just wanted us to be equipped. A lot of people don't know how to talk to their friends. And this isn't an ad for the... We'll talk about the postcards later and seasonal depression and all those things as we move closer to that time. But we're rolling out a lot of things to help equip each other to love each other well during harder seasons. Because a lot of times we don't have language for that. And... Yeah, it, it takes a lot of capacity to reach a depth with somebody who's suffering. So that's what we're here for. But that's not what we're talking about today. But look out for the postcards. They're on the website. Yeah. They're oh, here to encourage they, us. They're they not on the website yet. But they will be. By the time this be. drops, they'll be on the website. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she putting that pressure on me because I don't know what that, no, to the you're the Y'all see that, right? There's no pressure. You're the GOAT. All right, let me add that to my list. <sighs> my list. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad. I started thinking about no. y'all. Don't w listen. All right, let's recap the day. <laughs> Yo, so black on block is from one p.m. to eight p.m. Our setup time was eight thirty this morning. I got in. Yes, a.m. I got in last night at like nine p.m. Went straight to go meet her and she was out getting drinks and eating. and you live on Central Time, so there's yes. there's the time adjustment. 
And then there was, you met me, you had to come pick me up. We also planned on filming last night. So then we left from a couple of drinks, headed to the Airbnb to shoot because our peer space canceled on us, the space that we're in now. Shout out to the space. So last night we probably got in bed like maybe like two Three o'clock in the morning. Right. Yeah, yeah, because we had issues. Then we was going to record at the Airbnb, but we had some issues with the camera. It's only me and E right now. so Right, and I've been out work. here all week. Yeah. So I'm somewhat adjusted to L.A. time, but last night at like 3 a.m., I was like, yeah, 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 I'm tired. Yeah. So basically, we've been on our feet all day, and then we basically came straight here. Um, what was it from eight, eight until eight? Oh, okay, yeah, eight yeah, to yeah. eight. Well, we sat down and ate breakfast, but eight to eight, packed up, <sighs> packed up quickly, yeah. returned stuff to Target, drove <laughs> and picked up food. We didn't return stuff to Target. We, <sighs> Target. Don't say that, Dave. <laughs> we returned stuff to a store. We'll bleep that part out. So we left Walmart. Let's not mention any of them because I feel like brand deals with both of them are coming soon. All right, man. Shout out Walmart, shout out Target. Mm-mm, we can't do that. <laughs> We're not giving free promo to them. All right, don't shout them out. <laughs> so we returned things to an undisclosed store. Yeah. Then we went and picked up. But shout out to local food spots. We went to Dave's Hot Chicken. I'll support local businesses. We got some good food and then pulled up here and ate sitting in the parking lot because we're on the grind. And then Brandon set up most of this stuff while I made tea. Hope it looks good. And I don't yeah, know what I'm doing. I think, the, I think everything is leveled up. So that has been our day. It is currently 11 o'clock at night. Um, PST. So for yeah. both of us, it's like at least 2 o'clock in the morning or 1 o'clock in the morning. So and we're now going to recap the day. Go ahead. And on top of that, shout out. Listen, first of all, shout out Black on the Block again. We keep shout doing out that because... We love what they're doing. They're doing. We love supporting others. Like, you never gonna see us hating on somebody because they doing great. Like, that's just ridiculous to us. So, There's nothing to do but learn when somebody's right, great. Right. Even right. Even if you don't like their personality or their style, when somebody's great, learn. Period. Facts. Facts. But today, 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 today. It was our worst vending day we ever had. In the history of our entire company. <laughs> Facts. And we, we've done events locally. Yeah, like, yeah. we've done Atlanta events. We've done Austin events. D.C. Um, shoot. Even before this brand, like, this was Oh, facts. We've been all over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, So yeah, maybe yeah. not worse, like, ever since before, ever, ever, because I'm sure I've sold nothing several times. But since we've been Build Your Own Dreams and Vending... And we've traveled with it before a lot. We've been to, so this is not just us. We didn't just take a chance and then we just floundered. We came out to Black on the Block in February, sold more than we've ever as a brand in a single day. Yeah, and then D.C. Then we went to Black on the Block D.C. in June or July, and that beat our best day yet still. And we had our own festival in between there. Now, the whole festival weekend, we sold more than we ever had. But single day, D.C. was our best ever single day. So we're going off of that knowledge. L.A. opens up again for this month's Block on the Block. And we're like, we got to get into yeah, the LA one. Super excited. Kicking off the campaign. We're like, we're going to sell these thousand shirts. The first out-of-state date. We was pumped. We finna sell 100 shirts today. Literally, we had exactly 100 shirts, shirts today because our merch guy had, um, we were actually going to have like 200 plus shirts. Yeah. Our merch guy had power outage issues. 
Fortunately, we had brought up everything that we had, and we almost didn't. That was a whole other thing, the sovereignty of God and just our desire to be prepared for whatever. We, all, we had exactly 100 shirts. The most I think we sold in a day is like 72 or something, something like 77. That, yeah. In D.C., we sold that. And we have, we're not selling like $20 T-shirts. Like Our shirts are 40 50 yeah. $60, depending Quantity. on which shirt, shirt you get. So I'm not saying we're like luxury shirts, but we're not just, we're selling expensive shirts because they're good quality and we're sending people to therapy, so the cost is higher. And we still have to pay our team to process them, all the different things, labor hours, whatever. Um, so we're not taking a direct profit, but we're not robbing our team of their salaries. So anyways, the thought process was we have invested time, energy, and understanding into Black on the Block specifically. There's been strategy to go into it, like even getting certain locations, the way that we promote it. We were just in Forbes with them. They they got talked about in Forbes in D.C. Yeah. And then Forbes did a really big piece of the article on us, named Brandon and I by name, talked about the BYOD fund, talked about us wanting to reach this goal before we even had a specific number goal. We just were like, we're trying to send more people to therapy, right? So we're coming in hot. Like, I find out that... Um, an author that we work with, well, we, there's a book tour. It's happening the same week, so I'm already going to be out here. So we were like, perfect. Everything we only have to get yeah. me a one-way ticket home. Brandon found a ticket that wasn't crazy expensive. He found a good Airbnb that wasn't crazy expensive. Found this dope place that we <laughs> found were Found a pure space to record the podcast minute. in. Yeah. Then tables and chairs we normally have to like buy and then return to undisclosed stores. This time they had table and chairs available black on the block has expanded so much that at a brand new venue so yeah. this is the energy that we're going into this with yeah. i mean listen you know what i'm saying when you when you mj when you pippin you, you're in a championship series the worst though <laughs> like though it's not even you, like you lose you, it's you not lose even the game like, you know no, what i'm saying Brandon, it's not even like we were I, it was I, a blowout. This, there's no acting here. It I just want to let y'all know. There's no acting here because this happened a few hours ago. Like, it's today. We don't no. have the luxury of, like, reflecting on this month's like yeah, It's today. Yeah. And I'm not happy because we just spent a bunch of money to come to L.A. Yeah, We're yeah, eating yeah. on the company card. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like everything. It's we expensive. A, a bit, we, we got blown out today. But it's nothing... And, and again, we got a bunch of merch printed too, not just yeah, yeah, even yeah. though but our hundred shirts. Again, but. we got a lot of dates left on the tour, so it's just I don't know. It's again, it's nothing gets back on block. It's, it's no, 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 no. Shout out to them. It's nothing gets us. I think it's just I don't know. It's just you just this take what, L's. This is what, what we need to break down. I think we need to explain this though. So let's. So this is okay. Yeah, yeah. This is our thought process on what we think happened. But again, I'm just keep saying this because I don't want y'all. Getting the wrong idea. Big love to Black on the Block. This Big has nothing love. to do with them and everything to do with us growing and learning. Yes. That's that's Every, all it is. Everything it's we just do, analysis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything we do, we gonna whether it work or if it doesn't work, we're gonna break it down and understand why that happened. Um so Again, there was that. There was the first one at a new venue because it's growing so much. They yeah, need yeah, more yeah, space. Yeah, yeah. New venue, but the venue was like. It was huge. Like, it was big enough. 
it had the capacity to hold everybody. I think they had a what 150 plus vendors. 175. Um, inside, outside. Um, but the whole atmosphere, the whole aesthetic of Black on the Block is a block party feeling. And we feel like this venue didn't provide that. Lord. Did it stop recording? We oh, in no, there. We in there. Is your computer dying though? Nah, we Gucci. Okay. Um, all right. Um, so this venue really didn't give the opportunity to bring that vibe out. It felt like more of like an expo type um feeling to it, right? Yeah, it's like a convention center type yeah, thing yeah, for yeah, the yeah, arts. Yeah. So it was ample space. But it was too spread out. Like yeah. the outside was downstairs and a little walk away. And then the inside was upstairs on the second floor. Yeah, it's normally like an indoor-outdoor thing that flows. and One level. You can just kind of yeah. bump yeah, into yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. It's really beautiful. Yeah. It's a party. There's DJs in every section. Yeah. This, everything just felt siloed. Like the DJs were in a room and we had a speaker system that was for the entire main area and then there was the outside area that you said was down two flights of stairs and they were jamming out there but that's where they all were yeah, yeah, yeah. all the food trucks were and it was people it was yeah. people there, there were people it's just a flow a lot of people. people wasn't flowing like it was the first time like the first time it was just like everybody was just walking in through all the even the last the wisdom is what they had it before and they had different rooms but like you can go in one end and then out the other, then back in the other room, then out to the other room, then outside. So it creates like energy too. Yeah, so yeah, the yeah, flow yeah. is good, but then people are like buzzing because you're bumping into people. Yeah. That's something that and I like about. And multiple DJs yeah. that you can actually, like as soon as you go into another room, you hear the music and it's DJ. And it's like a whole nother vibe. And then outside had its own vibe. And then the other room had a vibe. So it felt really good and the flow was just right. Yes, and flow is major to user experience um, and experience design. People don't recognize that, but I will literally move all of the furniture in a room during an event to reorient the flow. Flow is people have to feel safe. There's a thing about anxiety. I'm not going to go super deep into this, but this is something I study a lot is experience design. So when people feel anxious or unsure, that's why signage is really necessary, but having enough space to where People aren't bumping into each other too much where they feel uncomfortable and want to leave, but they need to be touching and bumping enough to where it feels like they're at something that's highly desirable. So that's what used to happen when we used to go to the mall. Everybody would be at the mall, and so you kind of bump into people, and you're like, oh, my bad, excuse me. You feel like you're in the spot. This space was very nice, but because it was so big, it didn't facilitate bumping into people in the spot, which is the same as the mall or a house party. So then it turned into more of a corporate thing, and they kept making them turn down the music, and it was just like... I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was the just vibe was just off. Not in it wasn't even negative. It just wasn't the the house party that we've been to before. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that was a part of it. Um I feel like a lot of the people wasn't as engaged um as before. Um maybe I don't know, maybe inflation. I don't know. Well maybe February, the time of the year. I would say February was when LA was really still kind of freshly yeah. opening. And like, it was Black History Month. And it was Black History Month. Yeah. But 
LA even, you remember when we were out here, even then, like they were still pretty strict about people sitting down in restaurants. Oh, so yeah, it's yeah, like, I remember that. Cause we couldn't even eat. Yeah. In a restaurant. They were okay, still okay, like yeah, very, yeah, yeah. so people in February were just excited to be out because especially in LA, that wasn't happening. Now it's like, LA doesn't even have mask mandates, which is like one of the last cities to overturn mask mandates. They even still have it at LAX right now. So now people are just like, yeah, there's like stuff to do. So we'll just be out. So this is just one of the things you stop at versus I think in February, it was the thing to stop at. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I think, um, yeah, I mean, I think those was the two main things that made a huge difference. And um, I think people didn't know the venue changed. You know, I got a DM about that. Ah. A guy was like, oh, I walked over. What's up? And I was like, yeah, it's at a new location. Same with Keenan. Ah. When I hit oh, he him, was I, to the wrong location? No, he didn't. But I think he, he thought it was at to. the other location. Ah. Which is, So, you know, like all those things change. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like if my favorite party changes locations, I may not pull up. Right. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't yeah. want to go to a new spot that I got to You got to be careful. Yeah, it's it's a tough it's, yeah, it's something you really got to think to. You got to make sure that the space really going to match the vibe. Because we, we planning our um, big event in Austin in October. And, and we really thinking through, like, all right, like, we really got to make it. like That's even for Holy Smoke. Oh, yeah. We're so, so we own a festival called Holy Smoke. Brandon and I own a, another company called Invite Only with one other partner. And so all three of us all co-own a festival called Holy Smoke. And we call it a music festival so that most people can understand it. But it's a music, it's a weekend-long music experience. So we are very intentional about the type of venues that we choose because it's a multi-day experience. So it's the main music venue, then after-party venues. There's a basketball venue. There's an education venue. So we're super intentional about choosing those because we recognize that the feeling of this space matters more than the entertainment that you're bringing to it. If somebody can identify that they had an incredible experience at a space, now that space and that time becomes a hollowed experience, you know? And then connect that with an artist and it, it's killer. So space is really into, in, in, space is really necessary and doing it well to having a really good event, but keep going. You saying we're having That's, a big event? I mean, yeah. I mean, I think I think those are two main things. Um, so it was a big L, but we did have some small wins. No, no, no. We're not going to do that. What? They were major wins. So we we took major L's today, money wise. I think even morale wise, right? So again. To keep it completely honest, if you're watching this, it's because you've seen us win, right? Yeah. Nobody's watching this because you've seen, because you enjoy the L's that we've taken, right? <laughs> if you're watching this or listening to this, you've seen us win. We have developed a reputation for winning, which is really encouraging because Brandon and I see the L's every day. Right. Like, And we still going to win. We still going to win. Yeah. We, we. The thing is, it's like yeah. when, like I tell Sarah. We're going to win the series. She hates that I say this, but I'm like, I'm a phenomenal spades player. And she's like, but you've lost before. And I'm like, that doesn't matter. I'm right. a phenomenal spade. Like, Listen, I'm not mentioning that. This so is, This is game one. Yeah. So. Like, we finna win the series. We're going to hit this goal. Oh yeah, the goal's gonna. Um, get that's what I'm hit. saying. Like yeah, we yeah. got we got a ton more dates. Um, 
But this anyways, was a humbling experience. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was a very grounding experience because back to the point, you're used to seeing us win. We're used to seeing we're used to our output being a win. A lot of times we're taking the losses silently or in, in the midst, but our output is a we have we're the not we are the eighty nine well, the eighty nine Hawks, uh ninety ninety nine Lakers. 2000 Lakers, we're not quite yet the 96 Bulls. Our aspirations forever and a day will be the 96 Bulls. So we're working to, we're probably the 92 Bulls right now. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A developing team. So let's say we're the 92 Bulls right now. Our goal is to win. So coming into this, we were like, oh, we're going to sell 100 shirts today, yada, yada, yada. To hit, I'm going to tell you the exact number that we sold. Because y'all got to know how big this L is. <laughs> we sold five Yo, shirts. Five. Crazy. Five. We <laughs> sold five shirts. Two of them came in the last hour. Yeah. yeah so yeah, after yeah. six hours of vending, but really like nine hours of being there, we had sold three shirts. And I was talking to myself at that point because I'm like, <laughs> I can't have a bad attitude. <laughs> Yo, but I yeah, had to yeah, feel yeah, it yeah. for a second. I, I was like, we only sold three shirts. And he yeah. kept chuckling, but I had to internalize it and then I had to spit it out. So we sold five shirts tonight. And so we're about to run down a few of the things that we learned from this because we recognize the infrastructural issues that could have partook in this but then we also have to take a lesson from it but then we're also going to talk about the wins that we had today yeah how long break that down again we we about to talk about the wins we could talk about the wins but there was some lessons that we learned oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, for ourselves. yeah i think that's part of the win is the lessons that we learned um so one of the things we had to do we had um original setup where it was like a table on each side one table here, one table here, where people can come in between the table. Um, just kind of to open up and invite people into the space, which was, we thought was cool, but I guess with it being inside, um, I guess people really didn't know what to do with it. Like, they didn't know if they wanted to come into the space or or what. Like, we had the uh, clothes rack, you know what I'm saying? We had stuff on the table, the shirts, and, you know, all the all the basic stuff, but I guess people just didn't grasp what we were trying to do. So they just kept walking by our table. Yeah, yeah, they which just never kept happens. By. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not saying we had a few people stop by, yeah. but and again, and I, the crowd was different too. So we're not fully blaming right, right, it on right, ourselves. Right, right. But what we were we were learning in real time. And another thing is, people were seeing a brand like we had the oranges everywhere. We had our big Bill ID um, backdrop, so people seen the brand. So that's another win, like. They seeing build your own dream, just like you put money to an ad. Um, this kind of what we, the concept we think is like. This is like our, our advertisement right now. It's like <clears throat> instead of running cold traffic ads on Instagram, we you know spending a thousand dollars in a month. We on the ground. We're gonna spend a thousand dollars to go talk to people because five people seeing that ad, ten people seeing that ad is not anywhere as close as five people meeting us. Right. Yeah. 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 So midway through, we was like, dang, let's, let's, let's switch it up. Let's try to make a change to the um, setup real quick. So we, instead of having a table here and a table here, we made like the normal setup where there's a table up front, and then we did like a 
L shape. Almost like an, a backwards L, but then we opened up the L so people could still come in if they wanted, but it immediately met them right, right when the they front. were walking So past. as soon as we changed it, we sold like a shirt. Immediately. And then like, we had like five people come to the table. So it was like, okay. We, we, we thought we was going to go crazy. We, th- we we start feeling we were like oh okay because it was it was as we were sliding the table up and fixing it yeah. somebody walks by and yeah, yeah, stops yeah, yeah, yeah. at the edge of the table yeah but we did have more people stop at the table it's just a lot of people took our cars again a lot of people was interested um, we just didn't close today that had nothing to do with us or it was anything, a lot really. less it foot just, traffic too so it yeah, was yeah, like yeah. we had a way less chance for conversion. It felt like people were less interested in spending money because flea black market was the day before. We're not making excuses, but just observing. This but is, still, this is the thoughts process that we have. Like we talked about this for the last four hours. Yeah, we and while like, we were there, we were just is, talking about this it. Is, this is what we think through. This is how we shot us out. This is how we break down. But even with the amount of people who stopped by, which is probably maybe like a fifth or an eighth of what we would normally have. Right, yeah. Even with that, our conversion rate was low. Yeah, super we typically low. convert like it's one in every high. four people who yeah, stop yeah, by. Yeah, yeah. But when we high. were in DC, we were converting almost every other person who stopped by our table. Yeah. So for us, even if only a hundred people stopped by, typically we probably would have sold 20 to 25 shirts. Yeah. And if a hundred people stopped by today, we sold five facts yeah. yeah yeah um that um so yeah yeah we learned those lessons we, we broke that down you go ahead tell them who you met okay so here are the wins we're gonna hit these real good so <clears throat> we are marketers who study marketers yeah and we study non-traditional marketers because we are non-traditional the way that we market is by building community we don't do anything else we're, we build community so we're always studying non-traditional marketers my favorite study, my absolute favorite study is Guap Dad 4000, who now goes by Guap. I have been studying him since at least 2019, but I think 2018. He's just, he's a genius. Yeah. And I tweet this regularly. He's like Kanye level genius when it comes to marketing. People think that it's hyperbole when I'm talking, but I spend hours breaking him down I consult about people when I'm consulting with people I do a lot of independent artists consulting he's always the first person that I recommend and I'm like go break him down and you're gonna see yourself and learn things so today I look up from the table and walking past our table is guap so I immediately just walk out like I know him I just felt comfortable <laughs> yo she really did do you know no what I'm saying cap. I like I, I was saw like, him yo cause I looked up I like that's guap and I always, all I saw was he's walking up yeah <laughs> like normally friend. when I see celebs I try to refrain because I don't really have anything to say aside from oh I'm a big fan or oh dope like it's cool that you're a celebrity like I don't have much substance so it's just like oh there's that person but with Guap Dad I literally spend I was talking about him to Brandon yesterday like talking about how much I admire him I was talking about he just launched some shirts last week to the team (laughs) Six days ago, I was talking about it to the Excellence Academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I broke him down to um, a few artists, too. Yeah, it's just like he's consistently somebody that we discuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see him. I'm like, I'm going to talk. This is my nigga. (laughs) Like, I'm going to talk to him. Yeah. So I walk. I'm like, yo, guap. I'm like, 
you're a marketing genius. And he was like, yo, yo, thank you. Right. Yeah, he was super he cool. He was super, super cool. cool. And I was like, I tweet about you regularly about how much of a genius you are marketing. And he starts to laugh. He said, yo, me and my manager be seeing those tech or those tweets. And I'm like, thank you, right? So he was like, okay, so what you want, what you want? I was like, this is my brand right here. It's called Build Your Own Dreams. And we work on the cre- the marketing side of the music business, which is why I study you. I said, but we sell these shirts to send our artists to therapy. He said, yo, turn your phone around selfie. We about to get this video. So literally I'm like, okay, turn the phone around. He just starts doing a crazy drop for BYOD. He's like, even if you don't like the shirts, you need to buy one because they're trying to send a thousand people to therapy. And that's, he's just big up in the campaign. Then puts the phone back down, takes pictures with us. Yeah, dapping up. Like, yeah, super cool, like, super cool. Like, like, he was there for a good, like, 10 minutes. Like, genuine, yeah. though. Not on some, let me let me let you love me because I'm a celebrity. Right, yeah, celebrities yeah. will kind of play into that. We work with artists all the time. Like, you're not going to get me, beloved. But he wasn't. He was super genuine. Shouted out the shirts. Whatever, super dope. So yeah, that was a major win because that's somebody that we super respect. And he yeah. just pulled up and showed love to the mission. And that's what, like, we don't even care if you like the shirts, yo, which is weird if you don't. But it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Everything's not for everybody. Facts. But he understood the concept and really believed it and it was super grateful. Um, so, yeah, that that was super dope. Yeah. That's one person that we met. I mean, There's another that we met that I don't necessarily want to mention because I, I don't know where it's going to develop. Not a celebrity, but a business person who's really going to try to champion for the future of what we're trying to do, which is create opportunities for creatives to go to therapy. Right, yeah. I mean, basically, we met hella dope people. We always meet hella dope people. That's another reason why we invest so much into this tour and going out and being on the ground and really touching the people because you never know who you're going to meet. And for some reason, again, God's favor is always on us, and we always meet hella dope people. Um, From consumers to even some dope vendors, like we was next to a vendor that's actually from Brooklyn, and um, she's going to do um, Alpha Punk, and we do Alpha Punk. So just us being next to them, and she was telling us how Brooklyn is. So that was a dope connection. Um, yeah, just, God really smiles on us. Like you right. said, like yeah, the yeah, favor yeah. of the Lord is on us when we go to these things. But I think something that's important to note, people can never tell what our competitive edge is. They're always like, well, how do y'all know these things and get to do these things, whatever? You never get to know the stuff that we know sitting behind a desk. Facts. Like, you could study Instagram for the rest of time and never know what we know because we're out touching the people. Always. So we're That's gonna, always been a foundation for us. Again, because we're community builders. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. makes no sense for us to be marketing hip-hop, marketing urban music, doing all these things if we don't know what people want or care about. And if we're using ourselves as a social experiment, again, brand partnerships were big. How can we go out and create a brand tell a story and be really good at it and use that as the prototype for everything that we do, whether it be with our artists or whether we it be with ourselves. Because individually, we're also personal brands. Right. But our brand 
build your own dreams is the hallmark that all of our belief systems come up under. And because of that, it's what we put our most energy into. And from that flourishes all the things that people are unsure about what we do. They just see, oh, we see y'all doing this, this, this. Yeah, really, we're out building community in different cities and we're learning about the nature of people, what they desire, what they need. And that's led to a huge success rate. So Today was a major L in so many ways, but I can't help but walking away. Even sitting here now, this is providence. The fact that we have had an urgency to do the podcast and this was already set up, the assumption was we were about to sit here and be like, we had our best. Yo, what? There's so (laughs) many, there's more lessons to be learned in a failure than success. Oh, yeah, for sure. We always want to turn those L's into lessons. So for us, this is equipping us for our block party that happens in October. It's teaching us that we can never walk in to be overly confident, but also even if on paper we don't win business-wise, the Lord has favored us to open up so many more doors. So I'm grateful for today, even though I was definitely frustrated by the way it turned (laughs) out. I had to just, you know, live in it, feel it, and then say, okay, we did that like here's the win you know yeah i mean that's it this was supposed to be a 15 minute episode (laughs) we went 40 minutes um we appreciate y'all again we all build your own dreams um tune into the next podcast like subscribe comment apple music apple Podcasts, spotify everything youtube follow us on the ground at just byod yeah facebook TikTok. Our our um, website is just byod.com. I'm sure we're not yeah. doing this right, but hey, everywhere, tap in. follow us. Yeah. Shirt. Tap in support. We out.